0: You are listening to The Weekly Parody. Each week we study the mindset of unconventional leaders. We are here to empower those who may feel unqualified to step up, use their voice, and make an impact in this world. to today's episode of Fidget Friday. We have something a little special uh, planned for today. Normally on this episode, as you guys know, it's kind of a solo round where I just come to you and share what's going on in my week and the trials that I'm facing and things that I've had to overcome. And the intention with that is just to be more transparent in this uh, journey of building something. And it's incredible. It's an awesome experience, but it's also really hard. And I want to be real about that and transparent as much as I can. So that's what Fridays are for if this is your first time listening. Uh, But today, like I said, we're going to do something a little bit different. I invited my friend Miha on today, and he has a uh, really cool show called Failures Anonymous, and he's going to share with us a little bit about that. Um, But I wanted to have this topic on our Fidget Friday because I'm going to share a little story, it's going to be fast, with you about uh, my experience being interviewed with Miha and that is, I really got introduced to him through a mutual friend. Uh, she suggested that we do interviews together <clears throat> And he sent me uh, just some instructions on what his show is about, which is, as you can guess, failing, (laughs) Failures Anonymous. And so I'm like, okay, cool, cool. I can talk about failing. Uh, Didn't really think too much about it because I have always felt like I was a transparent kind of gal. At least I try to be. But that was until uh, we started our Facebook Live. And uh, Mija, I haven't even told you this, but I started getting really nervous thinking about Oh man, A, I don't really know this guy very well. And then I'm going live on Facebook to talk about my failures. And I started by, I started kind of getting this anxiety. And the more I was talking, I started sharing some really personal things uh, that were very true, but I hadn't really talked about a lot, at least publicly. And I wanted to share that. I want to talk about that kind of stuff because, again, that's real. And, um, You know, I want to be able to help as many people as I can by saying, hey, you don't have to have it all together. (laughs) But um, it was really interesting for me for that to kind of come up for me that I I felt that nervousness and that kind of anxiety about, oh, no, what will people think if they know X? And I'll link that up, that interview up in the show notes if you guys want to watch it. I kind of go into some relationship problems I've had, some stuff in my past and everything. But when I got off the call, uh, I was really glad that I did it. And I had a few messages from people. But I just wanted to be real that I felt that anxiety and that it wasn't easy to talk about. But it's it's important that we do. It's important. And I'll kind of let me if You don't mind. I'm going to let you introduce yourself and your show and kind of intro it with that, that um, you have a passion for bringing people on and being transparent about the not so good side to things.
1: Yeah, sure. Well, first of all, hi Heather, and thank you for having me on your show. Maybe I can start with a really, really short uh, story of mine. Sure. Um, so I started my entrepreneurial journey when I was 18 years old. Uh, before 30, I had four successful companies. Uh, my personal network was around 15 million US. Uh, and, And then in just two weeks, in 2009, I lost everything and I ended up almost 5 million US dollars in debt. Um, That's the story. In Europe, it's not that easy to do personal bankruptcy if your companies went bankrupt. So I had no option to do that. So uh, in reality, I had to repay the whole thing with interest and everything. Uh, When everything happened, I went into huge depression, anxiety, um, you know, permanent stress, uh, darkness, uh, not seeing any future, not being able to set any goals and so on and so on. I mean, I don't want to go too deep into that. If anybody's interested, there is a video on failuresanonymous.com on the first, uh, first site on the homepage um, down below. And that's my story on how I came minutes away from committing suicide. Uh, but then I had the aha moment when I out loud said to myself for the first time, uh, you failed. And the you was 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 the breaking moment because in in that instant i realized it was all my fault it was all a series of mistakes failures uh stupid decisions and so on and so on i started owning my failures and i was yeah i'm i can do it again like you know there was this ray of light and then i stayed up all night i i made this huge plan uh, and or more to do of what I need to do, what I need to learn, what I need to, um, you know, add to my experiences and knowledge and and all that. And uh, in the morning, I started calling people who I owed money to, and it was like, can you please stop calling me every morning because then I just go into depression. It's not that I owe you like a few thousand dollars, and I can earn that with the job. I mean, uh, five million. <laughs> I need to create something huge to pay that. And, and so my, my, my path to bouncing back became, uh, and it took me around three years. And in the beginning of 2014, I then created my last startup. Uh, I already exited that one as well, but I created my last startup and I scaled that startup from zero to multiple eight figures a month in less than a year. Jeez, Uh, that's crazy. Yeah, and and in a way proved to myself and to others that I really learned from my past mistakes. And that's how people started uh, calling me because I come from a really small country, Slovenia, uh, maybe you know that uh, Melania Trump is Slovenian girl. So uh, that's what we have in common with the USA. Okay. Uh, but but uh, a very small country, 2 million people. So everybody knows everybody. And my, my story got out. I got some attention in the media and companies started calling me, you know, like, can you help me? Can you help us? And, and that's how I became known as the fail coach because, you know, I teach everything from my past failures. But the thing that is my passion is Failures Anonymous. And, and what that is, is a platform to give voice to other people because A, I know how healing it is to just get it out yeah. anonymously or non-anonymously. So if you go to the website, you have a confession book that's completely anonymous. You can just vent it out. Just doing that starts the healing process. But of course, I'm always looking for people who are you know, not afraid to speak out loud by doing that, enabling other people to give other people voices. Because after yeah. every show... I'm connected with a few other people who say, well, you know what? I want to come to that show. I want to share my story. Um, And, you know, I know that failure is popular nowadays. uh, But the thing is that most people just name their failures. You know, like, I wasn't accepted into that college. I didn't get that job. What I try to do, I try to go really deep because it's not failures that are the problem failures are mm-hmm. just things happening to us it's how we react with negative emotions yeah and and those negative emotions then lead to negative self-talk and and all that so um so the the main point of what i'm doing and i'm helping companies with that i'm helping corporations with that it's establishing healthy relationships with failure, healthy emotional relationship. Because failure in reality is an amazing thing if you don't attach negative emotions to it. Because let's be honest, you don't fail when you do something for the hundred or thousand times, or most of the time you don't fail. You fail when you try first, second, third time, like riding a bike walking or driving a car. It's just that those things are very common. And we all know that you don't succeed in your first try. So we say, learn to ride a bike, learn to drive a car. But I don't know why, when it comes to businesses and to relationships, people say this word, word failure, and it's it's attached with so many negative emotions. But in reality, you can't succeed without a few failed attempts. You just can't. Yeah. I don't know anybody who did everything right on the first try. And by failing, it means that you're pushing yourself out of the comfort zone. You're going for your dreams. And we all know your dreams are past your comfort zone.
0: Yeah. I mean, hundred percent.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, like, um, if it everything would be just easy, everybody would be Elon Musk or whatever. So you need to go past that comfort zone. You need to push past all those failures. So when you look at them from another perspective, failure is actually an amazing thing. And now I'm even, you know, like uh, wondering sometimes when I don't fail for a few days and I'm like, hmm, am I slacking off? Am I too much in my comfort zone and I'm not pushing myself. Yeah, you know, but there are of course a lot of failure prevention techniques as well. Um, And one of the my uh, beloved ones is is failure journal, uh, where you just document all the failures throughout the day, and then you leave that for a few days, uh, so that the emotions wear off, and then you go back to them and you start asking yourself good questions like, what have I done differently? How would I be able to approach that in another way? And and that creates experience and knowledge so that next time when you're faced with a similar solution, you react differently, you react better, and you don't fail. You actually succeed. Yeah. And, and that's that's it. So, so yeah, um, why I'm doing all this? Um, because of the failures, I almost committed suicide. I was literally a minute or two away from it. But uh, I know that not many are as fortunate as I was to find that aha moment. I've talked with a lot of wives, a lot of daughters, uh, sons, and so on of entrepreneurs who uh, went through similar situations financially or other business failures, big business failures, and they didn't find the aha moment and they never got the closure. Um, You know, the family members, they never could understand. Yeah. Many of them told me that after hearing my story and how, you know, when all that is happening to you, your, your head is like Nuclear reactor, you yeah. can't stop it, you just can't stop it, and it's uh, depression, anxiety, stress, darkness, um, you see no 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 tunnel, no light, no nothing, and all that is just in constant you know overthinking mode, and all you want is just a little bit of silence and and that's why you start almost romanticizing suicide mm. and 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 the thought of of that silence. Eternal silence is, is more and more appealing, and uh, I think many people do it because of that. And, and so, because if you hold your failures inside you, it almost feels like you're constipated. You have that energy block somewhere around your stomach. And, and, and once you start letting it out anonymously or non-anonymously, you start healing and I want people to heal. I want all of us to break that taboo called failure and, um, live a happier and more successful life. And and that's why I'm doing this, this thing. That's my reason behind it.
0: I love it. Talk to me about this real quick. Like I mentioned at the very beginning, I felt this anxiety and second guessing of should I talk about this or that or whatever when I'm, And like I said, I feel like I'm a pretty open person. So how do you, and I'm sure you come across that a lot, people who just feel tons of anxiety of saying, okay, I've really got to own up to this and dig into it. I mean, you yourself with your story, having to get on the phone with people and admit your failures, how do we deal with that anxiety? We know we need to admit our failures. We know we need to dig deep and own up to things and find the beauty in it, as you say, but how do we deal with the anxiety that comes with that and push past it?
1: I think, uh, so, so far, I had uh, quite a few people doing that show with me and they all had similar experience to yours, you know, like um, anxiety just before it, but then after it or, or next day, they felt so much lighter and, and so much better. And, and like this huge rock fell off their chest. Uh, oh, wow. and, and that's how I felt when I started sharing my story, how we deal with it. Um, I think you need to be in the place where you really value vulnerability. I don't think there's any other way. I, I don't think you can just push yourself. Like one thing is to go on failures anonymous and write it out anonymously. Yeah. Uh, but, but to, to get in front of hundreds of people or sometimes even thousands of people or, or millions of people in some cases, you just need to really strongly believe in the value of vulnerability and, and then You know, you you just go for what you believe. Like uh, in the beginning when, uh, I I mean, my story is kind of big in numbers. And for that reason, it's so appealing to many conferences and so on. But, you know, like I don't see it as so much special. Uh, because the numbers are just the numbers. It's yeah. the emotions behind it. And I've, I've met with people who lost a fraction of what I lost, but they went through similar emotions. They went through similar depression, anxiety. So, you know, I'm, I'm just lucky enough that my numbers are so big, either in plus or in minus, that it gets the attention of conference organizers and, and podcast owners. And every time I, I went on the stage, I was five, ten minutes before that Like, why am I doing this? Am I crazy? Why do I put myself through this? You know, I was on the verge of peeing myself. I mean, uh, sorry, I just don't know how else to say it. And I'm shaking on the stage, you know, like always gripping that microphone tightly to my body so that people wouldn't see how my hand is shaking and I'm, I'm sweating and, you know, like all those things. But it's just that, you know, my dream of one day breaking the taboo called failure, I think it's just bigger than me. And, and, and I push past that and um, I just go on the stage and I share my story. But every time it, it's, it's not easy. Even like I, I've shared it probably hundreds of times already, if not even thousands of times. Um, it's not easy. Yeah. Reliving that whole experience. It's never easy, Uh, but I just do it. And I I think for you and for others, it's just that you value vulnerability, you value being that open and being accountable, holding yourself accountable. And I think in a way you kind of think that you owe it to yourself and, and to your audiences to just be completely honest and vulnerable about it
0: hundred percent. Thank you, man. Before before our last question, where can people connect with you online?
1: Um. Well, best thing is just to find me on Facebook or on LinkedIn, just my personal profile. I still have to start, you know, the social media things, but <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just really open to, I, I love chatting with people. I love listening to their stories. So um, they can all just feel free to contact me directly, add me, message me. Uh, and I also have like this Free group. Uh, it's called The Fail Forward Nation. Um, and yeah, basically we can hang out in that group. It, it's a, it, What I'm trying to do is creating safe environment where, when people can open up and speak up about failures. And we're also creating some content that can help people overcome it, uh, especially for entrepreneurs, business people. Uh, but yeah, it's all about the fail forward uh, movement in 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 the motto of the of, of the group. Um, I would say it's uh, stay humble, be grateful, and fail forward.
0: I love that. I love that. Let me ask you one one more question. And I'll let you go. Um, you mentioned earlier that when you were in that in that state of you know thinking about suicide and just giving up, you in that in that moment you had this aha moment. Can you share with us? What happened in that moment? And if you have any thoughts for someone who may be in that spot right now where they said, Hey guys, you have no idea how much I've failed, how much I've screwed up. I feel like there is no hope. What is a moment that they could have right now that you could give them some kind of hope, something tangible that they can hold on to right now?
1: For me, it was actually two things. A, I was blaming everything on the outside factors, other people, business partners, the economy, the crash, everything on the outside of me. And, and that you realization was like an epiphany, you know? Like in, in, in that second, everything started to make sense. It was me, my decisions. And I think the second thing is you just need to start owning your own mistakes. You need to, you need to admit that um, you made those choices stop looking for blame outside, because that just makes you passive. But when you really step up to it and you say, it was my mistakes, but that means that I can learn from them and I can do it better, it puts you in an active state. And I think that's that's the whole beauty of it. Um, I, I don't think there's any other way that you can do it. At one point, you just need to start owning your own past or your own life. And it's your life. And you know, like you have to do what you have to do to make it better.
0: Yeah. I love that. And the crazy part is, and you correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems as though the more you are transparent with it and open up, people actually begin to respect you more and open up to you more and your relationships go deeper. Um, have you seen that with the people you've interviewed? Um,
1: I can tell you my own experience. So after I created that startup and things started to really hit off, I was contacted by an organization in Slovenia where I was doing some trainings for myself in back in 2006. And they were kind of following my story. And they approached me because they're training entrepreneurs. And they said, Miha, we're trying to find somebody to speak about the failures and nobody wants to go on the stage, would you be open to do it? And I was was already out of it. I was already bounced out of it. And I was, well, yeah, I can do it. I mean, I wasn't thinking, you know, like uh, the anxiety of the moment. And then I step in the room and there are people there who I knew. There were my friends, people who I owed money to you know, people that I was doing business with. And I was like, oh my God, what will happen now? Mm-hmm. And uh, But, you know, I just went for it and I told the story in, in all the details, everything, the way I saw it. And, you know, after, after the whole lecture, people who I was afraid uh, of came to me and they were like, man, we had no idea what you were going through, how that was, what that was. And they were shaking my hands and they were like, kudos, like, uh, you know, like you picked yourself up. You're amazing. And you know, like this amazing thing happened. And and yeah, I was like flying high from, from, from that moment alone. But uh, it, it was, I think the hardest thing that I ever done and, you know, when I agreed to the whole thing, I thought, okay, this is just, you know, the the class of uh, year 2014. I was not thinking that uh, when they put uh, the ad out about the event that, you know, so many people who I worked with, who I've done wrong to, uh, who I made mistakes with, uh, would come and, and, and see that. And when I saw them in, in the room, oh, my God, that, that, was, that was something. But, yeah, I just went with it. It felt right in that moment. Moment, and you know, I was not thinking like, oh, how can I now uh, polish my story up so that they will, you know, see it with the right eyes. I was just like, I'm gonna do it just the way it was. Uh, No more lies, no more pretending, no more masks, no more nothing. Just the real deal. And yeah, the the response was amazing in a positive way. So I know that a lot of people um, are afraid of being vulnerable, and they like to well maybe not like but they pretend or wear masks because they think oh then people will like me more and i can do more business and this and that but you know in reality you need to be who you really are 100%. if you go yeah if you go against that you 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 just making yourself miserable and and it all adds up and you fail on a massive scale
0: Thank you for listening to this week's episode. If you have not subscribed yet, please head over to iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts and hit that subscribe button. And also, if you have a second, leave us a review. Lastly, we have a private Facebook group. If you are looking for a tribe of like-minded leaders who are unconventional in their approach, but dedicated to making an impact. Head over to Facebook and type in unconventional leaders and we will be sure to add you. You guys have a great week.